This dude had the budget. He was downloading bank statements. I mean, he did the full gamut. Formulas, pie charts, bar charts. Graphs. Graphs. Color coordinations. You, you, yeah. It was overwhelming. It was a nice presentation, though. It looked good. I don't do toilets. What? Say that again. I said I don't do toilets. Wait, what's that mean? It means that I don't want to trade dollars for time, and I want my money to work for me. Hello, and welcome to the I Don't Do Toilets, the podcast for you. You who want to retire the saying, go to school, get a job, work 40 years just to retire with a 401k. Generation X, we're specifically talking to you. And it's not too late to invest in yourself by working smarter and not harder. I Don't Do Toilets is a mindset change, a paradigm shift. And we're sharing our experiences and knowledge, giving you relatable and practical content towards financial independence. We'll discuss wealth building, real estate, investing, and everything in between. I'm your host, Andre, along with my beautiful wife, Maisha. Hey. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Listen to be encouraged and empowered. Hey. Hey, babe. How you doing? day it has been a long day yes but we're at the end of the day right yes, we are. and it's always fun to sit at the end of the table and podcast with you so let's make the best of it all right let's do it what are we talking about tonight well let's talk about debt baby <laughs> <laughs> yo that's awesome yes we talked about debt in episode five mm-hmm. and we talked about the two hundred thousand dollars that we was able to pay off in about a six-year time frame yes uh, we did not talk about how we did it. No. So in this episode, we're going to break that down and discuss how we did it. Before we go there, I think it's important that we reiterate the impact of debt. It's negative, right? It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's emotional uh, and all the emotions that are tied up with, you know, the anger, the anxiety, mm-hmm. uh, the stress, uh, the impact that it has on relationships. So being in debt is not fun. It's not fun at all. Unless you're making money. Unless you're making money, right. So that's the good debt. You right. know, if that debt is giving you a, a, a financial leg up, mm-hmm. then, you know, by all means. But that's not the debt we was in. Right. We had student loans. Yeah. Cars. Yes. Credit cards. Correct. So none of that was making our lifestyle better as that's, far as finances. That is absolutely correct. And it caused a little bit of challenge. Mm-hmm. So. I, I would say that the debt that we had actually caused some challenges and some emotions that we had to get past in order to get where we are here. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that later on? Yeah. Okay. You know, one other thing is a credit score, right? Having too much debt and the impact it has on your credit score. Mm-hmm. And that can be uh, very significant when you're trying to make a purchase uh, in regards to what interest rates you pay mm-hmm. by having a lower credit having a lower credit score versus having a higher. I mean, that can be the major differences as far as thousands of dollars, whether you're paying, you know, 3% versus 12 to 15% because right. of your, you know, your debt and you have a lower, you know, and there's other things that go into play with the, with the credit score. But anyway, that's enough but, recapping. But, but I think the main thing, mm-hmm. Is that it's not just about the money. Right. It's about 
all the things that come along with being in debt, the stress, the emotions, the money, the cost, all of it. And the impact it has on your future, because now you can't use your money to work for you because you are sending your money to your lenders. So, okay, that's a good recap. That's good. Now we got to break down or unpack how we did it. Right. All right. You want to get us off started? So the first thing, first things first, you can't tackle something you don't know. So you have to recognize that you have the debt and you need to discuss it. And so that's what we did. We did that when we were dating and we walked into the marriage knowing that, hey, them student loans was hanging over us. And that had a huge uh, impact on even our wedding, you know, and planning our wedding, trying to figure out what we can budget for because we set up a budget for it and staying within that budget. You know, our our wedding planner was very, very helpful into Mm -hmm. ensuring that uh, here's what we want. You here's know, what you can get here's what we can afford right <laughs> all right yeah. so and making sure that that was on the same sheet of music so uh, that was very very helpful and it, it really uh was a great beginning to our marriage mm-hmm. because many couples well let me not say many couples it's it's common for couples to go into debt from the very beginning mm-hmm. with the wedding the reception the honeymoon and everything all in between and I think you have some authority to say that. I mean, you, you've done wedding photography and you. Oh, yeah. You know. People going to debt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They spend a lick for it. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right. And that's not something that we wanted to do because we already had the student loans. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to make sure that we knew we had it. We discussed it. Now it's just a matter of do we try to get rid of this in two years, five years, 20 years or 50 years? Right. And we knew that that was not going to work. And we knew 50 was not. No. That, that was some foolishness. No, absolutely. We're not paying on that. Uh, right. No, so, so what we did is we had to devise a plan. Right? A strategic plan. Strategic. And it's just simply a budget. Right. Everything has a budget. Mm-hmm. Your employer has a budget. Correct. Organization that you are part of has a budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think about even your PTO has a budget. Okay. So why is it that many Americans don't have budgets? Right. And it's something that's within the fabric of, I mean, even the, even the government have a budget, you know, they can, you know, do what they, they blow the budget, right. But, but they have a budget. So, yeah. and, they, and they're always challenged with trying to bring it in balance. So again, if all the things that we know of or around, whether it's your HOA, whether it's your organization, your nonprofit, or your PTO, they all have budgets. Right. But inside your home, your family, there's many people that don't. I mean, the last statistic that I saw was uh, 30 to 40% actually have budgets, mm-hmm. which that means 60, 70% don't have budgets. Mm. And finances is such a significant part of your life. Right. And managing your money and making sure that you are in control of your money. So that's what we did. And how do we devise that plan? Well, some of the things that we did is we figured out we had to outline what our income was, what our liabilities are, who our slave owners were, and then what we were going to invest in, what we were going to save. 
So that was my responsibility. I put on some spreadsheets. Mm. You was not filling the spreadsheets, not filling but it. the pie charts, the the color, the graphs, uh, all the uh, the formulas that I came up with. That just was so overwhelming for you. But it looked real pretty to me, and I I, I enjoy presenting it. And you know the thing the thing is is that I've honestly you want some honesty please tell the people tell me too you know i don't think that i've ever like participated in a budget meeting mm-hmm. or a budget so-called like in spreadsheets or anything like that like let's go back to episode one where i told you what did my mom do she gave me some envelopes mm-hmm. i put my money in those envelopes mm-hmm. based on allocations right now Granted, that might be a type of budget, right? But I've never had to look at a bunch of numbers on a spreadsheet. I mean, I went to law school. I wasn't looking for numbers. And I guess that probably would be maybe my engineering background, dealing with spreadsheets, dealing with projects and numbers and Excel. I actually don't know where the the uh, the insight of the budget came about. Uh, mm-hmm. I think just, you know, when I got my first job, parents were like, Hey, you need to manage your money. You know, you need to make sure you, you're out of college, you're single, you're getting paid decent amount of money. Don't blow through it. And, but we, we, let me, let me just get serious with y'all. Okay. Because he's, he's trying to like sugarcoat all of this. This dude had the budget he was downloading bank statements. I mean, he did the full gamut formulas, pie charts, bar charts, graphs, graphs, color coordinations. You, yeah, it was overwhelming. It was a nice presentation though. It looked good. It so, did. So here I am, right? His new wife, overwhelmed. Don't you know who's not? Yeah, and I'm like, yo, you don't get this, I and I don't. All, I spent all this time putting this together. No appreciation for it, not any. I'm like, okay. Yo, I even put like everything was color coordinated. You know, the the red was the slave owners because you you could look at red and be like, okay, I know that's bad. And I was like, stop. <laughs> Well, hey, that, you know, so now it it was just too much. No appreciation None. for the talent. None. Yet. Yeah. Yet. And, and you know, we had to get on board. But those yeah. those early days were rough. It those, was those very, early. Very those rough. early days were rough and not knowing or appreciating your background mm-hmm. and the triggers that you had. When it came to finances and budgeting, yeah, not understanding that fully, you know, knowing, you know, how that played into part of you shutting down when I'm just like going through click this and click right. that and right. look at this chart and look at that graph and here's what we do. And, right. and it just you were just completely shut down to that. Yeah. But so, yeah, I did. the I did the spreadsheet mm-hmm. and the the next step was to find out what we can do to eliminate or reduce. Well, let's let's back up just okay. real quick, because you did the spreadsheet and mm-hmm. you outlined all our income, liabilities, slave owners, um, any anything. And when I say slave owners, please, I mean, 
we we need to be sensitive. When I say slave owners, we are addressing um, the scripture that talks about um, the borrower slave to the lender. We we're not talking about slaves. Like just 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 trying to make make sure we make that distinction. Gotcha. <laughs> I did have it in red though, and you know, big bold numbers. Yeah, but you know, just yeah. so you can look at it, be like, oh, that's a problem. Yeah, but I did want to say having all those things in the spreadsheet mm-hmm. and being able to balance it out, right? So you look at all the numbers and you come to the end, and if you're in a negative, seeing a negative on the spreadsheet, now that's going to tell you something. Something's wrong with your budget. Right. All right. Or if you see a positive, that's going to tell you something too. Opportunities opportunities you letting some money go to waste so if you don't do this which is i i mean i was bucking against it when we first got married bucking the system that's a great great expression yeah yeah he was definitely but eventually as we continued i saw the value good 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 and so now we can go into the eliminating yes and reduction yes and this is something that i would encourage everyone to do you know, six months, uh, a year at the latest, but, you know, try to do it every six months. But if you can't, or if it's too overwhelming to do it every six months, definitely do it at least once a year. Mm-hmm. But you need to go through your budget and fat trim. You and need would to see- you say this is even if you're in the red or you're in the green, you do this? Period. 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 Okay. Because the whole purpose of the budget is just a strategic plan telling you how to allocate your resources mm-hmm. so you need to be in tune and and this is work this is work i mean right. this is diligent work but you see the fruits of your labor mm-hmm. when you're diligent in what you're doing mm-hmm. and that's as if with with anything right you know you right. you you're diligent you're focused uh you're dictating where your resources are going so and that's something that when i say uh eliminate and reduce every six months uh to a year, you need to be looking at, are there subscriptions that I can eliminate? Mm -hmm. Are there memberships that I can eliminate? Are there bills that I can reduce or eliminate? Uh, Can I refinance my car? Can I refinance my house? Mm -hmm. Uh, Can I reevaluate some hobbies? You know, maybe I was going to the golf course too often. Maybe I was going to top golf too often. Uh, Maybe I was involved with, you know, this organization or I was doing that. And I'm thinking as my leisure activities, these are not impacted. But when I look at it on a spreadsheet and I'm like, whoa, I spent that much money. Do I really need to? Right. So, right. Uh, and the thing, and I think that one of the things we looked at was, um, we had cable cut the cord. We wasn't well, watching TV. And the thing, and the thing about that was, is that we were actually watching like the local channels. Most of the cable. time, most every, of the time, every now and then I would, you know, I would tap into my uh, love and hip hop, but you know, from a mental well, standpoint, that, that ain't good. And that wasn't good for and me. And we were watching sports. Right. So we recognize that these are things that we can live without, you know, too much yeah. love and hip hop. It just ain't healthy. Right. So what we did was we cut the cord and we haven't had cable since Ooh. 2014, yeah. 2015, something like that yeah. with internet. That's all we felt we needed. Right. And, and antennas on our TVs to, to get locals with channels, <laughs> to get local channels, right. to make sure when a hurricane is coming, we can see and we can plan accordingly. Mm-hmm. 
But for the most part, we felt like and another thing, most of the stuff that we watched to entertain, we was not watching live. Right. So it was something that with Netflix, Hulu and some of those apps, Mm -hmm. we can catch what we want to watch and be satisfied. Right. Uh, Another big thing was, yo, you was heavy on the data. Remember when we was with with uh, Verizon, <laughs> you was heavy on the data, and we were always going over. You was He's heavy cell phone data, cell phone data. Yeah, you was heavy on the data, so you was always causing the cell phone bill to be high. And it's like, yo, fat trimming. What can we do? Because me talking to you and me saying, hey, slow down on the data. Or I'm trying to be the you know the data police. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, yo, you paying, we paying this. And then now, you know, we got to pay this extra money because you keep going over your data limit. You know, this is what we're trying to budget for. Okay. So, so since he called me, called me out and said, I'm going over the data. You was, were you not? Yeah. 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 (laughs) But we're on a budget. We're going to go back because I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pull this out. This is something that we, we just got to talk about too. Real quick. When we dated Mm -hmm. this, he, he was on a budget budget focus. So he had a certain amount of minutes. (laughs) allocated on his phone man those were the days. no unlimited minutes those were the days what was it like 250 it was something crazy you know early cell phone days we I all mean, had them you know free minutes free minutes after seven uh you know we were getting charged for text messages i mean that was that was the time at that point so i mean i wasn't trying hey, to go on over he was not going over I, I, until I, he got with me i budget for a certain amount, and I wanted to stay within my budget. <laughs> if my cell phone bill was $60, it needed to be $60. Not $65, not $62, but $60. So, so these, yes. these were the context clues during dating. Right. I was more loose with the data, yeah. cell phone data, and he was not. So put those things together, and you have to make a marriage work. You know, those were the times, though. I mean, again, that's just what the cell phone plans were. It's just an example. Right. Uh, I remember free weekends, uh, <laughs> un- weekends. Uh, unlimited text, unlimited talk over the weekends. And then like after seven, you can you can, you know, unlimited. But uh, these were not those times. We're talking 2009, 2010, 2011. You know, that's the time frame that I'm talking about. Right. And by that time, the evolution of cell phone plans had evolved tremendously but so one of the things that we looked at in our budget was like, okay, you know, she's a heavy data user, right? She just <laughs> got to stay in tune with the what, okay? I'm not going to win this battle. Okay. So now we're going to switch from one carrier to another carrier. Yes. And this carrier offers unlimited, unlimited data. data. So now we're all happy. We're all happy. We're in budget. You got your data. The data police not out. And we cool. Because now we're not arguing or discussing a, uh, in, in a manner and or in a tone over data, right? And he's not policing me. Not policing you. So yeah. those so are the type of things that you got to look at when you're looking at your budget as far as what can I cut out? What can I eliminate? And it also takes being able to discuss how to come to a happy medium. Yeah, yeah. That's huge. That's huge. I mean, just, just being married, period. 
I mean, yeah. we're, we're, we're going to deal with that and continue hey, to deal with that. This, this budget thing is, is, is sensitive, very sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it has some, some great effects on marriage. It could be great or it could be devastating. <laughs> but, but why does it have to be so sensitive when, again, when, when we're dealing with our employers mm-hmm. or organization that we are part of or the PTO it's mm-hmm. very straight line it's very stream hey this is the money we got mm-hmm. this is the money we spent this That's is the money right. left over all and there's the no emotions not mine. what's that all of the money is not mine okay so the money being yours right invested there's, some there's some okay there's some, some emotions and okay okay there's I can live with that there. I can I can reach a okay agreement so, with that okay yeah so we we've talked about recognizing and discussing debt we mm-hmm. talked about what we put into our debt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm sorry, our budget. And then we've talked about eliminating and reducing. But number four. Something that was huge for us was adding due dates to the budget. Mm-hmm. So we can see from a visual when items were due. Because if you are trying to pay your bills, you definitely want to pay them on time. Yes, because we were definitely not trying to give out late fees or, right. you know, do anything. We do all that work only to get to the point and forget a bill. And now we got to pay a late fee or interest, whatever the pay case may be, but also putting them on auto pay. Mm-hmm. And that gave us that. Oh, that's a time saver. Oh man. You know, so it's like, you kind of set it and forget it. Yeah. And that's what we did. We put it on auto pay and we consolidated all the bills to one account. So we know one account, all the bills are hitting this one account on these particular days and everything's on auto pay. Now, I think I remember that, that there were some bills that we actually had to get the due date changed. Mm -hmm. So everything wouldn't be due like on the first or everything wouldn't be due like mid month. Right. And so we ended up, you know, we can put it on auto pay, but we know these certain bills are coming out for the first of the month. These bills are coming out for mid month or end of the month. That's the flexibility that you have where you can contact the companies and kind of negotiate that. Hey, I'm going to pay the bill on time. You don't right. have to be concerned about that, but I need it to come out. I need it to be withdrawn on the fifth and not the 25th. Right. Cause if it, you, you withdraw on the 25th, you know, it might <laughs> be some problems. Yeah. <laughs> it might yeah, be some problems. Check. <laughs> so the, the auto pay, the adding the dates to the budget, putting everything on auto pay and consolidating the, everything that we owe to, yeah, to, to one, one account. account. What's the next thing we did? So the next thing, and this is, I think this is pretty huge. Okay. All your credit cards, move them over to a low interest Right, right, right. And that's what we did. So the, the, uh, opportunities that I would see would be, Hey, introductory rate for, you know, 18 Mm -hmm. to 24 months. So you're looking at a year and a half to a year where you're paying 0%. And that gave us an opportunity to move these high balance credit cards that we had over and then be able to make payments without the concern of being charged late uh, interest fees because right. of the revolving balances. So on a zero percent, hey, we're not paying anything, right? You know, then it, the interest rate will balloon up. But by that time, we had already we, paid off the debt. We can close the credit card and we just you know finesse the game like that. Exactly. So, so we had a plan, and that's one thing about the budget. It gives you empowerment. And it it was pretty detailed plan. It wasn't like you're 
just making up stuff. You're specifically sitting down, creating a budget, and it was a detailed line item budget down to zero. So now we get (laughs) to the nitty gritty. You should see Andre smiling and laughing over here. Got the Kool-Aid smile. Nitty gritty. So let's talk about the budget meeting. Ooh, sticky. Budget meeting. Monthly. Monthly. Yes. Budget meeting. Yeah. End of the month. Budget meeting. Okay. So Mm -hmm. you would create the budget Mm -hmm. before the the beginning of the month. Beginning of the next month, right? Beginning of the next month. So we're in January. I'll start working on it at the end of January, present it to you for February. Right. And we would set a time. Mm Mm-hmm. Set a date, and we would spend about an hour. That's what we had. Looking at the budget. Fun times. Okay. You potato, potato. (laughs) 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 Okay. So let's talk about this. For me, the budget was not necessarily fun times. Mm. And I didn't know that or understand it. He didn't understand it. He knew it. He didn't understand it. Okay. The budget was not fun times. And that was because, number one, I felt like I was being put on restriction. Handcuffed. Handcuffed. And then number two, there was some additional emotion behind it. Let's go back to number one. I made you feel like you were being restricted. You were being handcuffed. Knowing that, hey, you work hard for your money mm-hmm. and you do a great job, mm-hmm. you've excelled, you've moved up. Right. And now it's like, hey, now I can't spend it. Right. So I'm on a job. I'm on a job. And mind you, between probably about two years, I had probably three promotions. You moved up fast. I moved up very fast. Good job, baby. And I worked various projects, got bonuses for those projects, and did really well. Your boss at that time, she took great care of you. Yeah. And she did. She liked you. Right. But I also did great job. You did. Worked hard. All the credit. And then I would sit down at the budget meeting and feel like... I can't spend it. I cannot spend it. (laughs) That was a raggedy feeling. Raggedy. How you spell that? <laughs> raggedy. <laughs> okay. So you felt restricted. And yeah. you think that's a common feeling? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so so here I am. I'm I'm resenting the fact that we're sitting at the table and we're looking at the budget. And when we're looking at it, I'm ex- I'm expected to you know, be vested in this thing that we both want, but I'm feeling like it's just a, it's, it's a restriction handcuffs. Okay. And what was the second emotion? Okay. So the second emotion, and this is deep. Now, and this is, yeah. yeah, this is, this is really deep because this is, I mean, that's just not, you know, dealing with the budget, but this is just life and right. relationships. Right. Right. In so, general. So, um, 
you know, in, in other episodes, we talked about our parents mm-hmm. and we talked about how we grew up and what was our whole paradigm about money and debt and all of that. And so for my parents, we talked about um, how, well, number one, they fell into a, a basically a um, hardship, mm. which lingered and you know, they, they weren't the best money managers, but as they grew older, they became more knowledgeable and then managed their money a lot better. But the times that they didn't manage it, um, it, it was, it was tough. It was tough. We had bill collectors, um, calling, calling. Mm -hmm. And at those times, bill collectors didn't have laws where, They could not harass people. They act, they harassed my parents. Mm. They harassed, like I would answer the phone mm-hmm. and a bill collector would harass me, not thinking anything about. I'm talking to a kid. I'm talking to a kid. Yeah. And so I remember there were times where my parents were like very disturbed. Um, my mom would cry sometimes. It, 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 it just was not a pleasant feeling. And so my, every time I talk about money, it's not a pleasant feeling when it comes to budgeting and money. Um, when it comes to bills, it's not a pleasant, um, experience for me. Um, currently I think that that has changed because of what we do and where we are. Um, and then I've also seen a massive change in how my parents, you know, may change with their, their finances and everything. And so I've had more, more pleasant experiences, but that doesn't negate the negative ones that I've had. So when we sat down and we started talking about the budget, and I'm also feeling restricted <laughs> that you got two <laughs> major emotions colliding boom, in one meeting. Yeah. And then you got to try to mesh this emotion with somebody who has no emotion. Yeah. Drill sergeant, black yeah. and white. Yeah. yeah. I got so, it. I didn't get it then. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, I know we've come, we've evolved. Oh, you know, because, you know, this is a testimony of us just talking about it. Uh, but yeah, those triggers, those childhood triggers would signal the emotions and make it more complicated and more uncomfortable to where we would sit down. And a lot of times it'd just be me talking. Yeah. And you looking at me, deer in headlights, like, right. OK, soon. OK, is it over yet? You right. know, I got to go watch Grey's Anatomy or, right. you know, I got to figure out what we got to do because it's dinner time right. and I can't spend no money. <laughs> right. Or it would be that I would, I would be upset with you yeah. and it wouldn't be for any particular reason. It would just be, I'm upset because I don't want to talk about this and you just insist on talking about it. And how we were able to bridge that mm-hmm. was developing our own personal spending. Yeah. So it felt like, okay, I need $200 or I need $500, whatever the amount is. I need it. And you get yours. I get mine. And you can't ask me about it. Yes. You use it, your discretion. Right. It's, you know, free for you to use. 
Mm-hmm. Use it your discretion and not something that we going to talk about. Right. But we ran into some problems with that. <laughs> we ran into well, some problems. you talk about that. We ran into some problems with that. What's that? Your stash allocation mm-hmm. would always come up to zero. Because <laughs> hey. you spent yours. But... You're not what you, supposed to be in my envelope. Well, but no, but that's what that's what no, Why that's you what you were purse? supposed to do though. You were supposed <laughs> to spend it. But the thing is that you would get mad at me or you would envy me because mine would roll over to the next <laughs> month. And you'd be like, yo, how you got more money? And I'm like, yo, because I ain't spent my money last month. And what is supposed to do? I'm supposed to throw it in the bag? I'm supposed to throw it back in the stack? Yeah. No, it's gonna roll over. <laughs> It's like vacation time. It just rolls <laughs> over and accumulates. You know, we don't reset. You know, oh, we're not going to reset. It's going to roll over. So now you got another resentment towards me because <laughs> money doesn't burn a hole in my pocket like yeah. it does yours. And you would spend it. And we agree. And and that's and we, we had to work up our way to that. Yeah. Because you did. You felt restricted. Yeah. And it's like, hey. I come home, I make money, I do, I'm a successful, I want to be able to, if I want to go buy something from Starbucks, I don't want to hear your mouth. Right. If I want to get my nails done, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But my thought process or what we were trying to achieve, or at least I was trying to communicate is, hey, we can budget for these things. Yeah. But that just, the, the communication wasn't there. Yeah. And then, and then, and the thing is, is that it, it, <laughs> I, we budgeted for it, yes, but in the beginning, I didn't tough. know it. It was tough. It really was. I didn't. I didn't realize that I had such an issue with money. So you you learned some things about yourself. Yeah. And when we executed, right, the budget, now we can see the how, extra, it, how it works. Yeah. So now we can see the extra money we would get. Boom, right. throw it to the debt. Right. Uh, cutting out the unnecessaries mm-hmm. and getting those instant raises. Right. You know, cutting off uh, a cable. Okay, so that's a raise. Right. Or reducing or eliminating a membership. That's mm-hmm. a raise. And well, a lot of it, I realized I, I didn't really need. Yeah. Yeah. We're just keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. Right. Just right. spending money to be spending. I, right. I call it spinning and grinning. Yeah. So I had a gym membership. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't going to the gym. And t- those gyms, <laughs> they bank on that. Right. You know, they do the year, right. beginning of the year promotion. Hey, get in for $3. Right. You know, then they jack up the rate anticipating that, hey, you're not going to continue. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's a great health and fitness model. Right. But they get a lot of people that way. And they got us because mm-hmm. I was the same way. Hey, mm-hmm. could you, you know, we were both going to the gym or at least paying for the gym membership mm-hmm. and not not using it. Yeah. And you know, we learned, right. We learned and we adapted. And once we put this thing in motion and Mm. we executed and we Mm. saw the fruits of our labor Mm. of being disciplined and seeing that (laughs) first student loan drop off. Yeah. So I got to share that one. Go ahead. We were in where, what we were in that first house. Okay, 13301. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were in that first house, and mm-hmm. I remember that I had a student loan that was $14,000. It was a state loan. Mm-hmm. And 
we had been discussing paying on some of this loan. And I said that I do have this state loan and I think that would be kind of perfect for us to kind of get started and we can pay it off and just get some momentum. Mm. And when we paid it, excitement. I remember when we paid it, I remember feeling like, wow, you felt exciting, <laughs> right? You felt exciting. Yeah. Uh, you, you reckon, you recognize that. Okay. Boom. Mm-hmm. Debt paid. Right. We got the momentum. We see the success. Right. And then that just snowballed over to the mm-hmm. next, the next. And then before yeah. you know it, it became a part of our financial DNA. Right. To manage our finances better, mm-hmm. to make better financial decisions. And then any event that we went into debt, we knew that we can pay it off mm-hmm. and minimize the extra amount of money that we will be paying going into debt. Cause that's yeah. really, you know, that's really the, the end game is that you want to minimize, right? You know, you take out a loan, you don't want to, if you take out a loan for $500, you don't want to pay $2,500 right. for it. So, <laughs> you know, can we, can we realize, or can we minimize this loan debt and uh, the student loan? We were able to take care of that. And then it just snowballed and boom, yeah. or, you know, it, you know, we were debt free. Right. And I don't want people to get me wrong mm-hmm. because that the seeing the fruits of our labor was just a way for me to kind of get through the emotional part of it. Um, it helped me through, through it. Um, because even if we sit down today for a budget, I still have some of those feelings, some of those emotions. It's just not as, as, uh, what's the word? It's just not piercing. As, yeah. It's not as piercing. And another as, thing is I, I understand it more. Yes. Because I know the background. Yeah. I understand that's information that I know at the time. Right. Now I know. Right. And I can't come in with. You know, I don't do the, the bar charts and the, the graphs and, you know, <laughs> stuff like that anymore. No, we got apps yeah. for that. So, right. <laughs> you know, right. we've, we've upgraded. However, I know what buttons that mm-hmm. I can push or I know if I push this button, it's going to trigger mm-hmm. an emotion. Right. And that just comes about, you know, understanding your spouse and you know, learning how she moves in these streets. I mean, and, and you know what? And you're who I can count on when my pocket runs dry. And I can go to my husband and say, hey, can I get some of your envelope money? Can I get a dollar? Right. Let me get a dollar. Yeah, let me get a dollar. <laughs> let me get a dollar. And he happily gives it to me. So, you know, what can we leave uh, the audience with? Well, before we go there. Okay. I want to ask you. Oh. Looking back, what would you do what sh- what would we have done differently? Is there anything that we've discussed where we can see that there's something that we could have done either better or changed? With the budget, hmm. I would think with the budget would be to tap in on the emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know at what point you revealed that to me. Right. I don't know if that was something that came up or organically or something that I asked. I don't know. I can't recall when that happened, but maybe just doing that earlier. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just, you know, we were young. Communication, you know, then is definitely not like the communication now. So that would be my big thing was you know, educating myself on why you don't or why you're not excited about this as much as I am and then mm-hmm. have an appreciation and understanding of your background and upbringing and the triggers that finances and budgeting would bring. Right. So that would right. be my looking back. I think, I think for, and we've discussed this before that we both think that something that we could have done better is start investing earlier. Oh boy. Well, I, I did. I just, I didn't take it serious. I yeah. didn't, know nothing like the capacity as far as seriousness as I'm taking it now. Right. But I've had journeys Mm -hmm. or opportunities where I've had mentors. I had, uh, you know, stock clubs where I had an opportunity to learn and invest, but didn't have the desire to dig in and learn. Yeah. I was taking the guidance and the assistance of others mm-hmm. and trying to do, you know, whole life insurance and mutual funds and right. just accept eight to 10% return. Not even eight. Yeah. Not even eight. So, and, and it well, also was saving. So yeah. I, I've always been a good saver, but you know that the banks ain't giving you nothing. Right. You know, your, your couple hundred dollars, a thousand dollars in the bank today if you leave it in the bank today, mm-hmm. three years down the road, you can still have the same amount, but it's you've lost buying power, right? Because they've given you a penny of interest per month, and it's like, well, dang, I get my end of the year statement, I've earned twelve cent, right? You know, this is blasphemous, and this they're is, using the money. This is offensive. That's right. So, uh, I would I would agree with that. Investing, yeah. you know, taking instead of saving and mm-hmm. thinking that okay, I can just save myself to wealth by just being a good saver, budgeting and saving, and I can get to wealth that pathway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, would... I was I was thinking in terms of um, we could have, I mean, we put a lot of money toward our debt and just think if we would have took even 20% of that money and invested it in the stock market, where could we have been? It would be a different game right now. It would be a totally different. Be a different game. Totally different. So I think when you're thinking about your debt and you're thinking about putting a plan together for your budget, don't forget to really seriously think about investing as well. And I think we'll 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 have more um, episodes where we talk about some of the investments that we do, but you need to think about setting aside a portion of that money that you're going to pay to one of these slave owners and maybe not pay them off as fast. Or if you do pay it off fast, pay off your, um, your lowest ones quickly or the ones with the higher interest rate quickly. And then that way you can free up that money to invest it. You know, that's something that I, as you were speaking, I thought about that's what we did with when we were snowballing our debt. We stopped investing. Mm-hmm. I know I stopped doing, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. my, my retirement account. Right. Um, I stopped and took the, the money that I was putting into my retirement account yeah. and put towards the debt where I could have done a 50 50 split. Right. You know, paid off this with that and then step uh, and continue to 
invest. Right. Where and I was like, yo, we paying off all the debt. Stop, right. stop the investments. You know, and let's take care and, of this and, now. And we need to discuss that because when we're talking about investments, back then we were talking about 401ks. Mm-hmm. But in our future episodes, we're going to get to the nitty gritty yeah, yeah. of where you need to place your money. Yeah. Yeah. We need to do that. So the action plan for our listeners, create a budget. Yes. Create a budget. At the end of this episode, create a budget. If you already have a budget, reevaluate your mm-hmm. budget. What can you cut? Yes. What can you minimize? What can you take away from your budget and say, okay, I can free up this money and I can put this money to work mm-hmm. by investing your money and allowing it to work for you. Right. And then ultimately, Hey, it can pay you. Right. But you know, that's that, that'll be number one, have a budget, mm-hmm. create a budget and then execute the budget. Right. So, and just remember if you're like me and you're very emotional and you may, you, you may have a spouse or a partner or whatever. Um, there may be a time where you need to set aside some money for yourself so you don't feel like you're not invested in your budget. There, there, you, you got to do it. And if you're single, okay. <laughs> you if, still got a budget. You still got a budget. And if it's something that you have a challenge with that you can't, you know, you don't have a significant other that you can bounce off or, you know, help balance. If you're single, seek help. Yeah. And there's plenty of online resources, online calculators. There's plenty of information out there that can help you get your budget together. Speaking of help, we're going to start something new for oh. the podcast. We're going to take listener questions. Oh, okay. So if you have a question for us and, and maybe you listen to this episode and you have some questions about budgeting, um, and how to put together a budget or how to eliminate your debt. Again, we are not financial advisors. However, we can tell you from our experience what we did and how we tackled our debt. Send your questions to I don't do toilets at gmail.com and your listener question may be read on the next podcast. So let's wrap it up. All right. It's been fun. Uh, we've given a call to action. Uh, it's been exciting. I'm looking forward to the next episode. We appreciate you listening to the podcast. We would love to receive your feedback. If you'd like to contact us, please reach out at I don't do toilets at gmail.com. Any feedback only helps us bring us, bring you better content. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform. And until next time, I don't do toilets. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Your time is valuable and we trust that you've heard content you find beneficial. We're passionate about living an abundant life through financial independence, living debt-free, and enjoying the life we desire. Continue to listen, be encouraged, and be empowered. And show us some love by rating the podcast on whatever platform you're streaming. Give us a five-star rating, write a great review. And until next time, hey. I don't do toilets.